If you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by dialing 988 or visiting suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Which is nice to see racists pull black people into the family now, you know? Because <laughs> they hate the they hate Chinese people and Jewish people more, so they're like, you know what? You want black people? Why don't you hop in the front of the truck for a change? Why don't you hop up on here? Another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. I caught the moon today. Pick it up and throw it away. It's your boy, the King of Bong Style, Jim Vicious, joined as always by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby fucking Blades. What's up, fools? Welcome back. And that lyric, man, I've heard it, but I can't place where I've heard it from. Ah, you'll figure it out later. Yeah. Welcome back to another edition of the Old Guy Metalcast. We're back talking shit. Trying to figure out how to get old gracefully <laughs> to speak to. We're, we're learning how to talk today. I literally just rolled out of bed. Uh, so we thank you very much for welcome or for being with us today. We welcome you. <laughs> I may be having a fucking stroke, bro. You're on a roll today, man. <laughs> Holy shit. What's the opposite of being on a roll? <laughs> oh man that's what i'm on uh so let's get into some things this week was a piss off for me man i got kicked off twitter for the second time first off when you get banned perma banned from twitter yeah you're not supposed to be get back on i see people online all the time like oh, i got perma banned and i can't get back on there and shit so i got perma banned a couple of years ago and then i've figured out a way to get back and then i've gotten myself permaband again oh, so two-time permaband from twitter boy <laughs> so did they ban your ip like how, how did they do that well i have another account so they can't i mean i have like the scl account i run so they can't do with ip oh okay but they figure it out man people are like oh i made one with a new email and then they'll get shut down in a day well you because know? they so, announced uh, that shit i don't know I don't know. I commented on one of uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s posts asking where is Sirhan Sirhan when you need him. I don't know if that's what... Because they don't tell you. <laughs> that's who killed his dad, by the way. Um, <laughs> they don't tell you what got you banned. And I wish they would. You know? Probably uh, that, I would say. In the past, last time I got banned was before um, fucking Elon Musk was on there. And they told me why I got banned for, uh, you know, not threatening death, wishing death more on Trump. Okay. Um, but also, I believe that, you know, I believe I was banned. I don't think I did it said anything that was against terms of service. Um, I believe that just because, uh, seriously, and this, you know, just be conspiracy theorists and shit or what, but that because I'm out there spouting leftist things, that that's why I got banned because they're. You know, the owner, and they run it. I mean, it's a right-wing company. People say the craziest shit, dude. Like, I'll report somebody for saying blatantly racist shit mm -hmm. or, you know, and shit like that, and then they don't get banned. They're like, yeah, we reviewed it. No, it's good. <laughs> right. You know? Oh, I know. They're like, no, we asked Elon, and he said, he also said, uh, fuck those black people, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know, like, oh, man. Oh, okay, cool. 
It's a dumpster fire. That's why I'm not. I haven't gone back there. It's so unbelievably bad now. Yeah, it is fucking so unbelievably bad. And I kind of went off on Twitter that day. I was really pissed off, uh, and I kind of went off. And it could have been any variety of fucked up tweets that I was throwing out in the world, but <clears throat> nobody responds to anybody on there. It's just like, it's just really is the worst. And I, I was thinking, like, man, I should just quit this shit because. It legitimately pissed me off and then i got banned and i was like yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna try to get back on there for a personal account <laughs> i don't see the point really i mean what it's gonna do is just make me see things yeah and just like get pissed and want to fucking argue with people and you know right tell especially... them i wish the, their father's murderer would murder them too oh shit robert is... kennedy you, you probably don't follow that guy's kind of around now because he was on Rogan's show and Rogan, you know, pumped him up and he went on Rogan's show and said it's just a bunch of fucking crazy stuff. He said that COVID disproportionately targeted white people and black people and that the Chinese and Jews, he said Jews, huh? <laughs> I would say Jewish people. <laughs> uh, I, I think you can still say the that Jews. they are fucking, you know, like it wasn't made to, to get them. It was made to get white people and black people. Really? Which it's nice to see racists pull black people into the family now, you know. That's interesting. Because <laughs> they hate the they hate Chinese people and Jewish people more, so they're like, you know what, you know what, black people, why don't you hop in the front of the truck for a change? Why don't you hop up on here? We're gonna go out and hate us some Jewish people and some Chinese people. <laughs> Just like Oh, one shit. black dude sitting in a big truck full of like white racists is like all right <laughs> <laughs> happy, just happy to be on the team you know oh fuck <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway speaking I, of racists <laughs> people come up with some crazy shit these days man it's like everything is a conspiracy now yeah because it's more fun you know life's boring yeah but I yeah. mean they could they could always just like do something else you know well, yeah, well, that's that's why I say all the time, man. It's like, you know, on Twitter, I did. I should sort of followed my own advice on the SEL Twitter. It's talking about like your time is better served doing literally anything than arguing with people on Twitter. Yeah. You know, you could go buy a fucking banjo and learn how to play it. You remember that line where it was like arguing on the Internet is the same as competing in the Special Olympics. Even if you win, you're still R worded. Yeah, that's, Jesus. That's basically. <laughs> Even if you won, you beat a bunch of fucking mentally handicapped people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you yeah. can't win. <laughs> it's even more anonymous than Facebook, you know. And there's crazy fucking idiots on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, what I think about, Facebook uh, should be tied to your shit. What about you want to post? You want to post crazy shit on Facebook, bro? Have your fucking face there and your name. Yeah, but who's gonna do that, really? You're supposed to by <sighs> Facebook. You're supposed to have a real name. You can report people for a fake one. I was really? in this argument with this dumb fuck, and I kept reporting him. If anyone, has, I don't know, I didn't say that he was banned. If anyone just if you're on Facebook, report a dude called Americo First, because <laughs> that's his name. Just report him for having a fake name. Americo First. Yeah, Americo First, and his pictures like a bunch of fucking American flags. American flags, of course, of course, man. Just on Facebook and dude, Facebook's kind of the same, man. I mean, I've reported people for saying crazy shit, and they're like, "Nah." But I've been banned from Facebook a bunch of times, dude, for months and end before. Because when you get banned, it kind of goes up and up. I got banned for saying white trash. <laughs> like, go ahead and make a post of white trash oh, on something, and people will report it. You'll get fucking banned. Dude. You'll get banned for that. You know, I got bored. I grew up by trash. I was born in a fucking trailer house. Get the fuck out of here. I I'd be like born. banning black people for calling each other fucking, you know, their word. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that word is actually not for, like, black trash. I guess that, that would just be like, what's up, my dude? You know? So. No, I'm, talking, I'm talking about talk the N word. Oh, yeah. No. no. Okay. I don't even like to say it because it sounds so fucking lame to say like n-word yeah anyway so uh, yeah you can get banned for saying calling people white trash which i think is funny you know i got warned on um instagram 
because I commented on somebody's post. I was like, kill that shit. And like I was talking about, you know, yeah. kill kill the guitar solo or whatever. Um, and they removed my comment and they said that it incites violence. Yeah. I was like, you're yeah. stupid. Yeah, but somebody calling people N-words and R-words and shit, that's fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, F-slurs and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fuck Twitter. Uh, you can still follow me at Suplex City Limit Twitter, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's some wrestling stuff because it's a wrestling account, but there's also a lot of, like, very weird things and marijuana things. Marijuana is a drug. Marijuana. He was high on that marijuana. He was injecting marijuana into his eyeballs. His eyeballs. Uh, speaking of racist, though, uh, Jason Aldean. First and last time we'll talk about this motherfucker. Huh. Hopefully. Um, big thing going on right now with his controversial song called Try That in a Small Town, which you hear the title of that song and you already know, like, you're like, oh, dude. <laughs> right wing fucking bullshit is afoot. <laughs> you know, because you know exactly what that fucking means, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, you fucking read it. I read it and I hear it with a southern accent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Uh, Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town, Sonny. Um, and it's a big thing because, like, CMT decided that it was, they, they were not going to play it anymore. Um, they had restricted, you know, it was playing in more than music video hours, I guess, but they played it before they pulled it. And these people are super mad. Um, the fans of country music, fans of freedom, fans of free speech. They're mad that CMT pulled the song. And the rest of us are just like, wow, this song's fucking blatantly racist and crazy. Um, the video is crazy because it's filmed in, in Tennessee. Um, I guess at the state house. And oh, not that's the, the site of yeah. a famous lynching. Oh, shit. Okay. I um, thought you were talking about the video clips that they interspersed in with it. No, I'm talking about the site that they recorded it at. Okay. The steps, the building that they're standing in front of is the site of this, um, of the famous lynching. I wonder where that is. If I have any info on that, because... I heard, like, when I read a description of it, it was, like, people in trucks. So, I don't know how. I mean, that makes it pretty fucking new. You know, oh, no in Tennessee, it could have been the fucking 50s. Is that the one where uh, they dragged that dude uh, in chains on the truck or something? Or was there a lot of that? Kind of this is great. When people have to Google your name, Aldine <laughs> Lynching, Tennessee. <laughs> Shit. Um... Nearly a century ago, an 18-year-old black man was attacked by a mob and lynched. So, like, what, 19? Nearly a century ago. That seems like fucking... So what? <laughs> that seems like fucking southern people. Like, eh, like nearly a century ago, like 60. Yeah, so um, the, the, what is that, like 60, 70 years? Or was it like 80, I'm, something like that? I'm lucky. I'm trying to figure that out. <clears throat> 1927. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so Henry, that, um, I don't know, C-H-O-A-T-E, Choate? Um, yeah, he visited, he were, traveled to visit his grandfather on Veterans Day. While he was there, he was accused falsely, historians now believe, of raping a 16-year-old white girl. Um, and they fucking lynched this dude, and that is exactly where this video was filmed. That said... In Jason Aldean's defense, I'm only going to do this once. Good luck finding a place in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> that isn't the site of a famous lynch. Every, whatever street corner, you just throw a rock and like there, this, yeah, somebody yeah, was lynched here. Um, Mr. Aldean is from Macon, Georgia, which is not a small town, by the way. Um, also, in this, they have some lyrics. What was that? Um, oh, 
fuck, man. See, the song was so bad, I don't want to remember it, but I know what you're getting at. Uh, uh, upon the release of the video on Friday, he posted to his 4.1 million followers on Instagram, when you grow up in a small town, it's that unspoken rule of, we all have each other's backs and we look out for each other. It feels like somewhere along the way, that sense of community and respect has gotten lost. Deep down, we are all ready to get back to that. I hope my new music video helps you all know. Not alone in feeling that way. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, how long has it been since there's actually been a small town like in a non-rural area? I mean, I grew up in a town of... I mean, we're across the river from a city of like 100,000 now, but I mean, ours, you know, maybe yeah. like the city I grew up in, maybe 25,000 people. Were you a close knit community though? Like, what? No. Okay. No. Yeah. This is like... You have to be a real small town to <laughs> yeah. be like that. And I don't think any small town is. A lot of people commented on that. They're like, you know, I live in a small town. And that idea of like small town people community, that's not really what it is. Yeah. Like it's what... a lot of people fucking each other over. <laughs> and spying on people and knowing everything and yeah. causing shit and you know right right I don't give a fuck in a small town especially fuck the trend in a small town in a small southern town like this you know be not conservative straight white people you know see how far that gets you when um, I think of like the close knit communities I'm thinking of uh, the fucking the Mennonites and shit. You know those people who go and raise barns like for their lazy neighbor. Amish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Just the Amish in general, like you know, they they work together. No hate. Each other I have no hate for the Amish, man. Oh, same here. So I don't Mennonites know much about. Are the fucking Amish. lazy Amish though. They can fuck off. Oh. Like, well, what if we be Amish but like drive cars and fucking oh, they, secretly drink and smoke cigarettes and they drive cars oh shit okay Mennonites yeah Fuck yeah they do okay so I'm just thinking like regular straight up Amish then yeah 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 I don't know I have no real hate against them I don't I don't know do you think fucking uh you think there's fucking pedo shit going on deep in the Amish community <laughs> could be well, hey, I'm just yeah, asking there's there's that that thing happens everywhere so I'm sure that it's not you know, just in one place, like put white males in power of something, and there's likely to be fucking pedophilia going on. <laughs> Do they have any black Amish? I wonder. I don't think I've ever heard of. That's weird. Like you always see white people, and it's just like, what's going I don't on? Know. Are they? Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about the Amish. Some people on this, like I know who live in parts of that country, they're pretty familiar with them. You know, they seem around and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But I like the Amish. They fuck off. They just do their shit. They go do what you want to do. Yeah. Have fun, man. Because, you know, they don't come knocking on your door. They don't bother you. No, they don't want to mess with you. They sell you some furniture or something. Yeah. Good furniture. Well, reality. Not reality. See, I can't even speak anymore. But really, though, all they want to do is, like, they don't want to be integrated within, like, your society they want to live life on their own terms and they don't want to use electricity or telephones and shit like that and all i want to do is zoom 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 (laughs) just shake your rump that's all i want to do um citing lyrics like lyrics challenging those who quote carjack an old lady at a red light or pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store or cuss out a cop Okay. Try that in a small town and see how far you make it down the road. Yeah, you around won't. here we take care of our own. If you cuss out a cop in a small town, chances are your ass won't be getting out of there. Yeah, he was on the stage when uh, that massacre in Vegas took place. You know that? Oh, didn't we talk about that? Well, yeah. I mean, the the biggest mass shooting in the history of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. This show is not going, actually. But oh, we've good. referenced it many times. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, and meanwhile, the video is just, like, old footage of, like, people riding for... I mean, there's a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff, really. So a lot of people rioting in the streets for equal rights, right? That's that's who 
he puts in here. You notice how he didn't put in anybody who's trying to overthrow our fucking democracy, literally? Yeah. Nobody from January 6th, dude? Oh, that's yeah. not, you know, because that's his base. That's his base. Those are the people who buy fucking yeah. Jason Aldean fucking records. Is that not a bigger thing? So, so the enemy, the enemy are poor people trying to fight for equal rights in this country. That's the enemy, not people who... And there's no hyperbole when I say broke into the capital of this country and tried to overturn a legal fucking election. No mention of those people. No problem with that. Fucking ridiculous. Fuck this dude. He didn't even write the song, of course. You yeah, know, I country heard, music, it's I like all this that, shit's written it? by just these people just crank out, you know, two, three people, whatever. They just crank these fucking songs out, shop them to whoever the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. highest bidder. And anybody in, in Nashville can buy them and fucking you're good to go. You know, those uh, whoever wrote that is like a horrible lyricist. First of all, <laughs> I've got to say that um, that was just like the lowest common denominator lyrics. And I, I understand like, okay, the, the country music and shit that it, I guess it doesn't have to be like, you know, really wordsmithy and stuff, but I don't know. I'm kind of a, an elitist when it comes to like song lyrics and shit. Yeah, it's funny because the song released um, eight weeks ago and it was like 26 or 25 on the country music charts. And of course, who do you think it is now? It's like number one, right? It's number one, of course. Of course it is. <laughs> because because that's how they, they, they think they're doing something. I just talked about that with that movie last week. Well, that movie made, did end up making a bunch of money because they'll go to shit and they'll just like pay and take their whole fucking church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people go see these movies in mass. That's the same thing with that sound of freedom, which by every fucking expert in the field of, um, you know, human trafficking and shit like that says it's ridiculous. It's dangerous. It's it's not based on any sort of reality. But Q people, because the main actor of the movie is a Q guy, they've jumped on it because that's their thing. They're very, they're very focused on like human trafficking, and pedophilia, because they're, they think of those things. You know, they think about fucking. You know, that one we talked about wasn't it last week? I read that thing where that guy was talking about well, what if a what if a guy you know. Joe meets like a Eugene who's 15 and ah, yeah. like they you know he had that like real I think that specifics. was that was like two weeks you know? ago yeah okay yeah that real specific description <laughs> because they think about those things most of us don't think about those things that's why we're not talking about it all the time and yeah you know making YouTube videos and like Oprah Winfrey's a pet on their drink you know these people drink like the blood of fucking children and shit you know adrenochrome <laughs> put that into YouTube sometime and fucking get back to me Holy fuck, bro. Yeah, the, anyway. the projection is real. It's very real. So, you know, you get these fucking defenders, man, and they just think it's... they Like, by buying it and listening to it, like, we're fighting the system. Just showing how stupid country is. But, I mean, the song is shit, but also, like, great to... If you want to sell something to that fucking group, I mean, they love that shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know how to get these people. Like, it, it all ties in. All these things tie back in, you know? That whole police thing, yeah, it ties back in because they're white. Most of the people who listen to this kind of pop country bullshit, you know, like, people who live in the sticks and shit, they're not listening to Jason Aldean. They listen to, like, real country. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this yeah. was, like, Like, country... do you fuck with country at all or no? A little bit. Like, I mess with, like, yeah. that, that muddy, deep south kind of country because i don't like there's people out there a lot of people who just like don't fuck with it period but like i listen to everything except country how many times have you heard that oh i've heard that many times you yeah. know i fuck with country i fuck with a lot of the og country yeah you know the outlaw um, country but like- i fuck with newer shit too cody jinx sturgill simpson um i mean he's more of a comedy guy but wheeler walker jr yeah wheeler walker you know? yeah but like I like the old shit. Well, and that's the thing too. This Jason Aldean guy, um, David Allen Coe would gut this little fuck like a fish, dude. You know? 
Come on, the fuck man. out of here, man. Like, Waylon Jennings would stab you fucking somewhere in some alley. Willie Nelson would play circles around this fool, man. Yeah, well, look, Willie's the best because that guy is, does country music and he has the whole time and he's got a hippie mindset. Bro. Yeah. Like, he's just a hippie. He, like, he's not a racist. He likes everybody, you know? So, yeah. Willie Nelson yeah. fucking rules, but he's all about I love. like that old shit. You know, so I fuck with it. Newer shit, you know, like I said, Sturgill Simpson's good, Cody Jinks. There's other ones out there too. I like that um, are just kind of doing a real country thing. I like Shooter Jennings, I like Johnny Cash, of course. Um, I can't really think of many recent country artists that I know of, though. Yeah, I like Merle Haggard, you know, as well, and Waylon Jennings, David Allen Coe, uh, the huge nerd for Charlie Daniels band. Even though when I saw Charlie, he was took out all the weed stuff out of his songs. <laughs> that pissed me off. How dare you, Charlie? He's anti-weed then, now? Yeah. He's what? Is he anti-weed now? I don't know if he's anti-weed. He just doesn't say anything about weed. Oh, okay. But he, you know, he's an old white Southern man, so he got really conservative. Hmm. But that was quite a bit after. When I saw him, you know, he had a couple of his songs on his later albums. But he didn't really get radicalized either until later, you know, like everybody. He got radicalized the same time your grandpa got radicalized, you know. <laughs> like once Obama became president in 2008. I trace all of this back to that. When yeah, a black man became a president, that's when shit got fucked. That's when Ted Nugent was doing his that's little That's when racists and shit got really fucking mad, dude. <laughs> they never thought that shit could happen. And it's been fucking chaos ever since. That's where, you know, the Trump shit started uh, with the birth certificate and all that jazz. So, mm. anyway. But yeah, man. I'd say, like, you know, as Rage Against the Machine says, know your enemy, dude. You gotta fucking... I don't know how we convince these people that, you know, people poorer than you or people fighting for, like, just basic shit. Hey, we don't want cops to fucking kill us anymore. But they don't view it that way, man. Like, they just don't see it that way because the cops to them are a good thing. They watch they watch propaganda on television every fucking night, you know? <laughs> it's true. That's what those shows are, man. All those fucking shows, uh, Blue Bloods and CSI and this and that, all fucking propaganda. Oh, yeah. See, I never got into that shit. So There's a million. Go to CBS on any night. There's some fucking show about cops. Whatever happened to the actual show Cops? Is that still on the air? I think it finally got canceled. It was one of the <laughs> longest running shows of all time. You know what's good? Uh, Reno 911. That's probably the best cop show ever. Just new boot goofing, dude. That's the best bit of that whole thing. Where he gets those white boots and he's new boot goofing. <laughs> I'm just new. I'm just new boot goofy. <laughs> fucking awesome. Anyway, fuck that dude. Um, this week I have a lot of music shit. Oh boy, it's like a lot of. It is a lot of music stuff. Um, is it cornucopia? Here's a, well, there's a smaller one. I don't know what to say about this. Taylor Swift has more number one albums than any woman in history. I don't know what to say about that. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> wow, I don't know how I feel about that. You need to get out there and buy some Billie Eilish records or some Adele records or or Jewel. Somebody who's man. fucking Jewel was Jewel. fucking awesome, yo. Uh, she previous she beat Barbara Streisand's record with eleven number one hit albums. Um, well, she's like re-releasing her shit, right? I don't know. I don't follow Taylor Swift at all. So yeah, that's what she's doing because somebody ended up owning her catalog or something. The albums. So she's re-recording them, which people do nowadays, I guess. So she's record, re-recording these albums that were fucking hit albums already. So she's doing them again. So I don't know. Well, that's the reason there. Worst things in the world than Taylor Swift, probably. Yeah, definitely. Well, Jason Aldean, I suppose. <laughs> definitely. Um, also, Ronnie Radke. <laughs> He's also worse. Oh, geez. Um, this is just a little story I saw going around that uh, they played uh, this rock fest event. What the fuck? Where was this? Boring. Oh, it's just called Rock Fest, really? 
Um, he calls them out for being boring, boring, and uh, they weren't energetic as much as he would like. So, yeah. He wrote, fans are always allowed to criticize bands and their, wait, and their music and performance. It's time for bands to criticize crowds. It's <laughs> Caddo, Wisconsin, that's where that was, was boring as hell. What are some cities you band dudes hate playing because you know the crowds are lame? <laughs> wow. What a way to, like, not come back to a place, you know? Which one user responded, standing in the rain and thunderstorm, and you bitch that there was a huge crowd for you? <laughs> Maybe you need to step your game up and learn to put a show instead of being a little diva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. He gave that attitude from the moment he stepped on stage. If the singer makes the crowd feel like he's inconvenienced, they won't get into it. Yeah, a thousand percent, dude. He called the crowd lazy pieces of shit and then went on to sing All Star by Smash Mouth. Okay, well. <laughs> How big uh, he is responded this band, to anyway. this. He said, Cadeau, Wisconsin must have been full of cheese curds last night. I'll go back to my arena tour where they go the fuck up, keep the cheese curds and haystacks. Wow. It's a fucking it's a piece of shit, this fucking guy. I mean that means that band sucks. Like I think it's hilarious how they went from kind of being like, I don't know, were they a deathcore band at some time at one point almost? No clue, man. And now they're like a pop band. It's pretty fucking amazing, actually. Isn't he the uh, one who stirs up a lot of shit anyway? Like he's always got something to say, trying to be like an edgelord. Yeah, he also dates uh Saraya from AEW, the former Paige from Sex Tape and WWE fame. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah. From uh, being double teamed by a, a racially diverse group of men fame. Oh, shit. We're, yeah. we're not going to say their names. I can't I mean, even dude, remember. We, we talk about this a lot, man. Fans don't all use shit. They paid to be there. They're there. So this is a festival. And this person says they stood in the rain and shit. And thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. But like at a festival, people are there all fucking day, dude. Oh, yeah. They're you're not just tired? like chilling backstage somewhere where it's air conditioned. Right. And coming out to do a fucking set. Like <laughs> these people have been out there all day or all weekend or, you know, get the fuck out of here, dude. And if people, like they say, if he came out like a dickhead right away, yeah, dude, you're not going to get him in. I've been to shows where people are fucking douches like that. And I think it's your job to hype the crowd up. You got to get them excited and let them know. I've that. been that douche probably. I, I, I oh, don't yeah, you said that, that like you didn't one of your bands play the heel and be like, this town fucking sucks. You know, that, that I mean, we would be down. Yeah, we did do that at times, yeah. Yeah, that was a dumb idea. But, you know, definitely times you show up and like, yeah, I'm in play. Like I said, I told that Soylent Green story where I learned like, oh, if there's 20 people there, you should be trying to, you should be completely thankful for them Mm -hmm. and talk with them and meet them and like, hey, man, cool. And put on a show like there's a thousand people there, 10,000 people there, you know? Yeah. Like I learned that there, you know, that was something that when I was younger, I didn't fucking understand. You play somewhere and it sucks. Why would you be a dick to those people? <laughs> you know? Right. Those are the those... best people. So, and I just didn't know that as like a young musician. Yeah. And then but you whatever. learn that you can lose those fans. Like if you're an asshole to them, like those are the people who are yeah. buying your records and paying for your merch and, you know, going to your shows and shit. We were talking about that because it was Lil Wayne, wasn't it? A Lil Wayne. Uh, some, yeah, one of those fucking rappers. Some that. shitty ass rapper. Yeah. And he was shitting when people. Complained about the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. There's this other side going on. Um, which is like interesting that I have a different view of, I guess. But um, there was a Miranda Lambert concert going on. And uh, there was an issue there where she stopped the show, um, basically stopped the song. And it's like, these girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's <laughs> pissing me off a little bit. And the crowd cheers again. And then the song starts back up. And literally what this is, is like five 
fucking like you really, you know, dressed to the nines kind of broads. And they're literally facing, they're in the front row of the concert and they're facing with their back <laughs> to the stage with like a little space for her. She's standing on stage singing. So it looks like she's almost in the picture with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what they're doing in the front. And then after they're like, oh, like I was embarrassed by that. And some people, oh, dude, I shit you not. There was so many people defending these people. Because that's how rotted their brain is from TikTok and Instagram and shit. That's not okay. You know, there's a, there's an instance of me defending the artist. Oh, I, I'd have kicked, I'd have kicked them the fuck out. I'd like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I agree. I would. You fucking. Like, it's like, oh my god! Like, I mean, here we are at the concert. Check us yeah, out. Yeah, and all of a sudden, she was an influencer. Although I couldn't find her page. Yeah, oh, I wanted to go there an and fucking now. tell her she sucks shit. You know. <laughs> There's way too many influencers that are not influencing anything. Oh, yeah, dude. We're influencers, right? Um, when it first started to happen, and I realized Miranda Lambert was talking to me and my other five friends, I was already in the process of sitting down anyway. But as I finally sat down, I got red in the face. I felt so embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. Yeah, you should. People should be called out on their shit more often. This is like being back in school and me and my friends did something that annoyed the teacher. And now she's telling us to sit down. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, we were like so funny. And she just remember she would tell us to sit down. What a biatch. You're disrupting the class, probably, you dumb bitch. Um, She said her said four of her friends decided to leave the concert. Good. We were determined to enjoy our night. I was like, it's Saturday night. I just want to have a good time. So you would rather take photographs of yourself attending a concert with your back turned, yeah, not even yeah. enjoying the music or anything. Get the fuck out of here. I have no I patience mean, like, for these people. Yeah. I mean, like as a musician, I don't care if people film shit. I think that you should probably like live in the moment. You know, I'm more of that school. Yeah. Like, like yeah, maybe you send out a couple of Snapchats, you know, Hey, I'm at this show and I'm interested in like, Oh, Snapchat. Okay. Let's talk about that, man. We're going through Snapchat. <laughs> and you, you're like a three band bill and you got like a clip of each one. That's cool, dude. But if you have like 900 of like some member of the Eagles playing, like get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> You've got the whole concert. <laughs> There's this guy who's not in the Eagles who's playing a casino coming up here. That's why I'd, <laughs> it's like some guy. And I was like, who is that guy? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you think of the Eagles. I know, like, fucking four of the dudes. And he's not one of them. And, like, he's, you know, he's not in the band anymore. He goes around playing the songs. Anyhow, I defend Miranda Lambert, whoever she is. And she's a big fucking singer star. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, get, get, keep those people out of concerts. Like, stop doing dumb shit and then you won't be called. Like, you can film and shit. That's fine. But, like, to turn, to be in the front row sitting. So, this is one of those shows, right? Mm -hmm. Where, to, to fucking stand up in the middle of the song in front of all those people because she said they went back to sitting down so does that I mean that strikes me that most people in that would be sitting down I've heard that for those kind of you know shows that if there's seats there you're supposed to sit in them yeah what is Fudge at some show recently and they told him to sit down when they were in the seats I can't remember where that was was it a concert I think it was a concert oh I was like, was it a- he went to AEW and a Blink-182 concert, kind of back-to-back, so I'm not sure which one it was. I don't think it's wrestling. Wrestling, you could stand anytime you fucking want. It was a concert. I think it was that Blink-182 concert. Okay. But you're, so you imagine you're sitting there, yeah, and, then- and these women in the front row get up and stand in front, like, standing in front of the stage <laughs> and, like, make it like Miranda Lambert's in the picture with them. Yeah, because like, they think... self-absorbed motherfucker. They think it would be a good photo opportunity, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. And then I see this shit all the time on, you know, YouTube. I follow this dude who makes videos on idiots. Yeah. Like, did you see that... Main uh, character syndrome people. Did you see that influencer who was at her, like, father's funeral and she was fucking <laughs> dressed to the nines and she was posing in front of his casket and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, or people just like, they'll go in public and they scream. 
they'll like cause a scene and then they would like as they come up to the camera they're like <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, that's hilarious the, content, dude. Like those prankster, stupid prank. That's not even pranks. Don't even call them that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prank these people by <laughs> going up and bothering them while they try to fucking get a frozen pizza on their way home from working a fucking awful job all day. I'm going to go scream in this guy's ear and see what happens. It's yeah, a social experiment. I'll fucking shoot you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't even those- give a shit anymore. Like, I'm pretty much done, anyhow. So, <laughs> come scream in my fucking ear. What are those pranks? Try that in a small town. <laughs> try that with a fat guy. Try with that a with a fat guy. Angry in a fucking small old town. man. I'll fucking. I'll pistol whip you at the least. Oh, shit. That, that's got to be a song, Fat Guy in a Small Town. Uh, but yeah, this lady received a ton of. Uh, Oh no, she said 99.99% of the messages I received are sympathizing about what happened to me and my friends. You're a fucking liar, bitch. <laughs> but I did see a lot of people defending it, but they're all, you know, like I said, they're all TikTok fucking mm. idiots. A lot of these people have Cyrax syndrome where they, where they turn yeah, it around yeah. into a win. They're like, it was all because of this and that. And this bitch called me out and made me feel stupid. It's all your well, fault. They all, yeah, they all live in a fantasy world where they're a star and people, yeah. they have fans and, yep, you know, yeah. Like, you're just some fucking average looking bitch who fucking puts her tits out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Shows up at concerts and fucking blocks the view from people who are actually trying to watch the show. Yeah, it's about them main characters. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so fuck that bitch and her friends. Fuck um, her in the ass. Other things going on. Um, Animals as leaders, guitar tech, Dave Cohen passed away, which usually, I mean, obviously someone passed away, like, you know, but probably wouldn't have been news, but a big part of, I guess, going around is that he was at a, on an off night, he was at a show, uh, the band Counterparts in Billings, Montana. And people say that I guess he fucking was in the mosh pit and went down and had a seizure and ambulance showed up and I don't know, he fucking died. I don't know. The last information I heard, if this has been updated since then, I apologize, but that's what I heard at the time. Um, And it just made me really think like, again, I know I've talked about this on here, but moshing is dancing, dude. Moshing is not violence, man. You know, and I think like a lot of people are really confused about that from idiots who go to concerts all the way to people who never go to those. And they go, oh, that's violent. You know, like it's not supposed to be. Dude. Like I came up in a scene. I remember like early days of my scene. It was a scene where some kinds of music it would be. But to the me, like the old punk shows, it's a dance, dude. It's dancing. Like, we have all these different ones, like, back in the day, you know, like, you know, like, different moves, like, Fist of Fury was one of mine, and, like, you know, like, and it's just, like, doing fucking weird jigs, you know? Yeah. And, like, fucking, like, having a fun time, you know? See, I... It's, like, yeah, this fucking, where he'd, like, kind of go, you know, busting through, like, kind of dance, you know, moving through it, the fingers would go, like, fucking, you know, like an old man or something, and, like... <laughs> That's what it was, dude. Damn. You're in a circle and you're just like kind of going in the circle and just having a fun time and dancing and bumping into people. Yeah. And shit. But like not going into like fucking, you know, like I said, I stopped the fucking show one time for that. See, I had this motherfucker taken off by security. Get the fuck out of here. Come in here and like, I'm going to fucking be aggro and like attack people and punch people and like that's not what this shit's for are you fucking idiot see that's exactly what happened like i was at the the icp concert actually in 2000 i think it was 2001 um and there was a mosh pit there and i got i hate being in mosh pits because i had bad experiences but these fuckers were like just slamming into each other they weren't doing things gently and then there were like elbows flying and fists going through the air and everything and just people getting punched in the face and i was like if that's a what a mosh pit is like then fuck that you know yeah when i was young because i i started going to these punk shows when i was fucking young like i don't know how old are you in seventh grade 13 probably yeah 14 Seeing bands like Toxic Narcotic and Sofa Glue and uh, 
you know, fucking brain sick, all these like awesome punk bands. Uh, and those shows were pretty violent usually like that's that was that kind of shit but later on as we came in and we started playing music like i think it changed a lot and like i don't know man i was never out to fucking try to punch somebody or hurt somebody like you know obviously if someone falls you pick them up dude shit like that but it's not about violence to me it's about just dancing and having fun with people man yeah, I don't think it should be a violent kind of thing. It's, like, it's not. Oh, like Billings, Montana, too. And it's like, oh, of course, at a metal show in Billings, Montana. It just sounded very like, oh, yeah, that's that tracks. <laughs> that you go to some metal show in Montana and it would be just full of fuckheads, like trying to be violent with people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, dude. I didn't take that shit then. If I started a band right now, I would definitely fucking say something in the beginning of it, you know? Yeah. Like, I want you to have fun and shit and move around, obviously. But dude, don't fucking hurt anybody. No, we all, like, all got to go to work tomorrow. Bro. Like, let's, let's like, dance and have some fun, man. Like I was watching a, a fucking Cannibal Corpse live video, um, and like the the last song of the night, they played "Stripped, Raped, and Strangled," and George Fisher is kind of fucking with the crowd. And then when like when the song starts, this like circle opens up, and I'm like these motherfuckers are having a pit, but they're like dancing in a fucking circle. It was hilarious, man. I loved it. That's what it is. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's how it should be. It shouldn't be people punching each other in the face. And- or you fucking throw your arm around your boy and fucking sing along as you go, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's supposed to be a fun thing. And I refuse to let like aggro jock assholes fucking do that shit back in the day. Fuck you. Kick See, I you was, I was tiny, uh, so, yeah. so I couldn't, it's like, what am I going to do? I'll still get beat up anyway, even if I stand up for myself, you know? I mean, dude, you could, if you fell and you hit your head on the fucking ground just right, you're done. That's it. Yeah. You know, like people die, like that'll you punch somebody in the face, they fall backward. Yep. You knock them out, they fall backward and they're dead. They're fucking dead, man. So it's dumb. I remember those early punk shows I go to. People have like big gauntlets on and shit, like oh, the, the whipping their arms around in the middle of a pit, like <laughs> yeah. The I remember you'd gauntlets. see people's like broken noses and shit. People do this in the bathroom, just like pouring blood out of their face and shit. I mean, I got fucked up a bunch of times. I'm sure not crazy, not anything like that, but you know where you get cut or you fucking bleeding and like hmm. it's just stupid, dude. Did you ever see somebody come into the shows with like the leather gauntlets and they shove those long ass nails through the gauntlets? Oh, so not really. Like no. You could fucking impale somebody on that. I wouldn't even let somebody in a venue with that shit. You know? Yeah. You can wear spikes, but you better, you know, better not be in the fucking pit hitting people. Yeah. No, it was, these were actual, you know, them building nails. They're like, Almost like 10 inches long, I'd say. No, I've seen them. I've okay. Seen them. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Those, and there's like fucking, they're like packed in there, like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, Creed reunited for a tour. <laughs> I heard about that. Can oh. you take me higher? The answer is yes. As Creed reunites, they hit the road this summer. <sighs> Do you, are you a fan of Creed? We here. I like to sing it, but not use any words. Oh, kind of like Eddie Van. <laughs> no, I don't. I like uh, their first record. It's cool. Like you know, uh, my own prison. Okay. It was very just like early grunge, kind of like post grunge. Yeah, reminds me of like old Silver Chair. Or something, you know, it's like post grunge kind of shit. That album's pretty good. But after that, I mean, once they got into like, you know, with arms wide open and shit. We're all but did you see, do you see like Gorgatron and like an entire crowd singing higher in Iceland? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no. It's like all of Gorgatron on stage and Creed higher. I don't know if the band was playing it now that I think about it or if it was just playing through the PA. And the whole crowd, everybody was singing it. So it's, it's like an ironic thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like it's um, like my friend fucking you know like the 
that cat from Texas, Toast Chainsaw Massacre. He like they fucking they all love Limp Biscuit. Like Limp Biscuit's fucking their shit. Okay. But not really. I guess I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like an ironic sort of fucking thing. Yeah. He probably does like Limp Biscuit. I guess I don't know. But yeah. So anyway, no, I don't really like Creed. I mean, I think like Mark Tremonti's a good guitar player and shit. They have their moments, you know. My Own Prison's a good album, but no, I will not be going to see Creed. But remember when that singer was just like on fucking meth and living on the street and shit? Oh, yeah. He People film him and he'd just go off on all this crazy weird shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right, Creed. Yeah, he was definitely having an episode at that time. Seemed pretty put together. I saw him on a fucking, seen him on podcasts and he's very like, you know. Um, how far are we in here? I had we're forty nine minutes. Okay, I have a lunch with my mother today. Oh my god! I have a, a General Tso's chicken sandwich, man. I'm pretty excited about that. That sounds delicious, actually. A chicken sandwich, man. I fucking love General Tso's spicy shit. Oh. I want me some now. See, I want some Chinese food today. Yeah, this is a sandwich from like a sandwich place oh know. it's not even like a restaurant it's just a oh yeah but i mean it's not i'm not it's not chinese food oh so it's a, okay. a chicken it's a chicken sandwich with general so sauce on it i guess i don't know interesting i've never even heard of anything like that without it being chinese place yeah buffalo Shit. wild wings <laughs> i was like what's nearby i'm like eh, i don't eat, you know eat beef or pork so yeah and for a chicken sandwich what you I'm like a grown a man, Dad. Pot. I think I can eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> um, four people got that reference. Um, what the fuck? I don't know, dude. I like. I run out of energy. I had a lot of energy early in the week. Like, I was, if I came on here on like Wednesday or something, I'd have been flying. But <laughs> as time goes on, I'm just like, I mean, yeah. Aldine shit still pissed me off, but. But you're not as you're not as on fire as you were like when it first happened. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sick of that shit. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can talk about this next week or something. Um, motivational. So like, um, dystopian late stage capitalism horrors repackaged as heartwarming stories. <laughs> what is? It? Which somebody turned me on to this group. But before I posted this thing, I saw that it was like a local news story about this girl who works at Subway here. And someone, there's like a local group of, you know, I don't know, people that, you know, and they, someone's like, oh, this girl, you know, when you go to this Subway, she's so awesome. You know, she, she's in there by herself doing all of it. And she just works so hard and this and that. So then they had a news story on it, on this girl who's making like probably $10 a fucking hour working by yourself in a fucking subway job that anyone would fucking quit work by yourself in a subway. I was fucking no dude, but, uh, it's called motivational Monday. One standard employee tackles it all. That's the headline. Yeah. We want you to start your day on the right side of the bed by sharing an uplifting story. Kelly Franco. I just said my city beep that. All right, I'll, I'll cut that out. Beep that. I'll beep it. Beep. <laughs> Stop by Subway. Oh, that's somebody else. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's not the girl who works. That's somebody else. Okay, well, beep that. Um, to pick up her online order, only to find several people already in line. This was not unusual since it was lunch hour, but what was unusual was the fact there's only one employee manning the entire store. And they have her name here. She was taking care of it all, baking bread, refilling bins, taking online orders, and of course, making all the sandwiches. And I watched this girl just slaying it, you know, just taking charge. No complaints, no excuses. She would look up every now and then and apologize for the delay. I was so impressed with the way she was handling being alone at the store. She went back to work and felt compelled to post about it on this local page full of fucking idiots. Like I, I joined it a few times and I, I can only last like fucking four hours before I just want to fucking go. I, I can't. Um, so yeah, then I just like did a little story about it. Next time you're feeling a little overwhelmed by work or becoming impatient with having to wait for something. Think of Brittany, 
the one woman band at Subway taking care of business. Okay. So hold on. Now, what you're telling me is after this woman had done all that stuff on her own, she posted about it and kind of gave herself like props for. No, oh, a okay, woman who okay. went in there to get food posted this. Oh, all right. giving that girl props. Okay. That, yeah, that's better. Cause I was going to say like, if these people are sucking their own dicks then fuck them. No, which I have no problem with does doing all that work. Yeah. Holy shit. Props to you, girl. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. But to make a news story that has such late stage dystopian capitalist fucking bullshit and be like, yeah, this is a feel good story. I was like, I'm fucking sick of this shit because I see it all the time. Yeah. You know, you do see it all the fucking time where it's like this 98 year old dude works at Walmart still 40 hours a week. Isn't that cool? No, it's not cool, dude. It's good on him. Work until you're dead. It's an indictment of our fucking awful system. Yeah. So stop dream. doing that shit. So somebody in the commented like, oh, dude, did you know there's a whole thing for this? And I was not aware. But there's indeed Facebook group that is all about these things. And it's you see it just nonstop. Just that kind of shit. And Joe Blow, and I don't know how, but I know that people who read see something like that and think, fuck yeah, dude, that's an uplifting story. What a hard working those people listen to Jason Aldean. <laughs> they do. They Draw that fucking do. Town. I guarantee you, dude. Those are the people who think that shit. Uh, the police are good. America's the best. America's number one. Look at these hardworking people like this. Yeah, I had an ex who worked at a fucking subway here. And it like, she lives somewhere else. And then, you know, we were kind of dating and then she moved here not in with me or anything but she moved here you know so we wouldn't have to like travel and shit Mm -hmm. and she worked at a subway and she ended up like working at one inside of a walmart like basically like that just by herself from like because they were like oh you're a manager you know and then she would work like open to fucking close at this thing by herself like constantly like i barely ever saw her again <laughs> Jesus you know what I'm saying? Christ, like, man. It's not something to be proud of, dude. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. It's ridiculous. No, it's like you- that old people have to work, or you see these people like, you know, a guy with like no fucking legs. Look at him. He's fucking. You should didn't have to do this, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to, you know. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, like, I, I'm sure he doesn't want to fucking like be on stumps, fucking working on a car i saw that maybe some dudes do but he might want to but he doesn't want to work like make that his entire life like you gotta have time for other things too and people say that about the super old people they're like oh they want to no dude you think they want to maybe some do like work a little bit in a walmart as a greeter and like they like it Mm -hmm. you know but then then i'd also say they've been you know brainwashed by this system you know, those are the people who are always say like, well, if I won the lottery, I'd sell you fuck. <laughs> if I got barely enough money to survive, if I got like three quarters of what I make at, at work, <laughs> I would fuck off forever, dude. <laughs> I would live in like near poverty to not have to work anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I see homeless people and they live in like nice places. I'm like, yeah, nice weather. Fuck yeah. Dude. No work. Like, what am I going to do today? I don't have anything I want. <laughs> I think I'll Fucking play some awesome. Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. They're not playing Xbox. But... No, not them. No. I mean, some of them I've seen, like, I did see, like, this homeless, where they were watching a movie on a projector inside of a tent. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. You just get a screen while you got to project it inside of a fucking. Get that drive in like, feeling. Get that real theater feel, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I've done enough bitching on this episode. It's pretty much just bitching about stuff. Bitching. Um, I guess I'll give you one quick feel-good story. I saw this dude with no arms or legs dominating in the cornhole. He he plays cornhole and he's like fucking rocks at it, dude. He's got no arms or legs. That was a feel-good story. How? How does he do it? He, he grabs the fucking thing between his nubs and he like curls himself <laughs> forward. And oh, launches shit. it. I mean, it's like a 
you know, for him, it's probably pretty physical. Yeah. Wow. You know, it looks like it is. And he, he fucking whips it out. He dude, he's ace in it, man. He's like a national, you know, ranked player and cornhole, which I think is hilariously like pro cornhole. So you can find it on TV and shit. Like what? That's crazy, man. <laughs> pro beanbag toss, man. Right, like shit right. we did when we were like fucking three. God damn. I'm just like picturing in my head this dude like holding a beanbag and, and giving it a toss. Like that must take a tremendous amount of energy right there. Yeah, look him up after this. Uh, let's do the Hall of Fame quick. Okay. Let's, get out of here. let's rock it. Um, my Hall of Fame this week, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ pose, man. Yeah, tremendous fucking band. Um, obviously. Like I, I was, I saw a meme ended up posting on uh, Facebook that early in the week, and that kind of got me into. I was like, I should really listen to that. It's just like this video of this dude. He's like, he's like playing every song on Super Unknown, right? And then it's just like cuts of him like tuning. He tunes and he plays like the first thing of the riff, and then it cuts and it's like him tuning for because every song on Super Unknown is like tuned differently, you know. Oh shit! As Soundgarden is, it's like look at their tabs. Sometimes they're all fucking. Every song is tuned to some crazy, crazy ass thing. Here I was thinking they were all in drop D. No, definitely not. So that got me kind of like, oh, I should listen to because he played the little beginning of some of the riffs. I was like, oh, I should listen to Soundgarden. And then I just ended up listening to Soundgarden all week. Uh, tremendous shit. Fucking great band. Chris Cornell, like that's his like top singer of all time. Like the range on that guy, the power. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. Good shit. Um, favorite albums. This is a rare one. This is weird to say, but for me, down on the upside, 1996. Down on the upside, okay. That's my favorite fucking Soundgarden album. Um, and then of course, followed by Super Unknown from '94. I put out that one in like 2012, which is pretty good, but it's not in the top for me. Hmm. I would. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was for me. Uh, number one down on the upside. Two super unknown. Three bad motor finger. Oh, kind of like three. new to old. <laughs> <in that run. laughs> which isn't surprising, I suppose, for me. Yeah. So I came around. Uh, bad motor finger was the first album I heard from them. Of course. Um, I'll be I'll be straight. I believe when I was young that the first thing I ever saw was off Super Unknown. It was a Black Hole Sun video. It was probably the first thing I maybe I had heard, you know, because they did have music videos for uh, shit from Bad Motor Finger, right? What is the what song? What was the main was, song from there? That was Rusty Cage. Um, uh, yeah, there was quite a few actually. I can't I can't even remember. Yeah, All okay. Songs. Might have been Black Hole Sun when I came in on them. 94, okay. I'd have been 13. God damn, I had just graduated high school a year before. 1993. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, there you go. Your favorite one, Bad Motorfinger? Yeah, Bad Motorfinger. And uh, Louder Than Love, actually. After Bad Motorfinger, I got into like their earlier catalog, and I was into Louder Than Love. Modern Love goes a little bit too, a little too fucking eighties for me. <laughs> it was, it was like uh, I don't know. It was very strange. I don't know why I got into it, but I just did. Well, like super unknown down on the upside. If you haven't listened to Down on the Upside really or in a while or something, I suggest it, man. Check that shit out. It's good as fuck. Yeah, I don't think I've listened to it in about maybe twenty years. So, mm. been a while. That's like I've listened. That's my number one album for them. <clears throat> so, what do you got? All right, this week I've got Black Flag. Probably, Black Flag. yeah. When I when I first started skating, man, like we had a friend who lived down the road, and he had all this punk shit, like Gorilla Biscuits, Black Flag, Dead Kennedys, and like he had gotten me into like hardcore and punk. And like Black Flag was that was one of the first tapes I had. It was um, Black Flag Live 
84, I think. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and it was like they were talking about, like they had one song where it was like, who's got the 10 and a half? Here's got the 10 and a half. And it's just like one of the best songs that I would skate to all the time. And after that, I just Mm -hmm. like went hardcore into Black Flag. Talk about a band that like uh, sort of played heel too, right? (laughs) They got to a point where they would like grow out their hair. They'd grown out their hair and they were kind of like playing slow shit and just like pissing people off. Oh yeah, because they like uh, they started off as this like straight up punk rock, and then went to a little bit of hardcore, and then just they started. But people would go and like they hated them, like oh, they hated shit. Rollins, and they hated the band because they grew out their hair and they were playing like different kind of music and shit. But they'd go yeah. and like fucking spit on them, and he'd fight motherfuckers in the front row and shit. Yeah, I remember that? He fucking was awesome. He dude. was built though, man. This motherfucker, he could throw down. I would yeah, not I, want to get into like a fist fucking fight. sixty some years old now. I still wouldn't fuck with Henry Rollins. Oh no, he could he could do some damage, man. Yeah, he's fucking tremendous as a dude. I love him, man. Like all of his uh, spoken word shit, live at Luna Park, yeah, shock and awe. All of those are so fucking good. Like he's such a good storyteller. He is. Yeah, Black Flag fucking rules, of course. Fuck yeah. No brainer punk rock induction. So there you go. This week, Soundgarden. Black Flag. Last week was Sepultura and Acid Bath. Yep. So very good, very good. Going a little different, different route this week, but you know. And that is uh, about fucking it. You got anything else to add before we go? Nah, that's all I got. Got nothing. You still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was muting it because the castle door was opening. Oh, all right. My door here is just like, <laughs> would you like to come into my abode? Well, I'll do it. Thanks again. Shout out to our boy, Bobby Anthem for the new message to the front. Uh, check out his podcast, Planet Rack and Tour. Also check out Break the Apocalypse. Other shit on our channel, uh, Futteration, Tyler Travis Fudge. My other show, Suplex City Limits, live every Sunday on YouTube for the Wake and Bake Show, Talking Pro Wrestling. And uh, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. Fuck yeah. Can't forget the Midnight Mass Creature Cast. This week we're doing a documentary from 1972 about Bigfoot, Legend of Boggy Creek. Bigfoot doesn't believe in you either. (laughs) (laughs) So that is all right. We thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Until then, as always, hail Satan. And hail yourselves.